Hello there, everyone. My name's Andrew. And I'm Cassie. And this is the Culips English Podcast. You're listening to Real Talk, the Culips series where we teach you the English expressions you need to know for real world situations. Today, I'm joined by my co host, Cassie, and we're going to be teaching you about how to apply for a job. Yeah, that's right, Andrew. This is a topic that has been requested by our listeners many times, so I'm happy that we can finally cover it today. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, it's hard to talk about all job application situations because they really vary from job to job to job. But I think what we'll cover in today's lesson is applicable for most kinds of food service or retail jobs. The kinds that I think many of our listeners might want to apply for if they're a newcomer in an English speaking country or are doing a working holiday in an English speaking country, you know, something like that. Yeah, that's right. And some of the lesson content may even be applicable for people applying for professional jobs also. So I think there'll be a little bit here for everyone. We'll get started with the lesson in just a moment. But before we do, we want to let you know that the best way to study with this episode is with our study guide. In the study guide, you'll find an interactive transcript, detailed vocabulary explanations, real life examples, a comprehension quiz, and more. You can follow along with the guide as you listen, and it's available for all Culips members. So to sign up, become a member, and get the study guide, just visit culips.com. All right, Cassie, let's get started with this lesson. Could you break down what we'll cover exactly today? Sure. Today, we're going to learn some practical expressions you can use when applying for a job. You apply for most jobs online these days. But you may apply in person for part time jobs or jobs at small businesses. In this episode, we're going to listen to an example of someone applying to a part time job at a restaurant. So we'll listen to this conversation between a restaurant manager and a man looking to apply for a job at that restaurant. Cassie, we'll listen to that example conversation in just a moment. But before we do, I want to ask your opinion about something. And that is if you could apply for a job online or you could go to the place directly, like let's say it is a restaurant, you could apply through the restaurant's website or you could go down to the restaurant directly and talk to the manager face to face. Which one do you think would be best? 100% in person would be better for me. I applied to jobs online in the past and it is a slow form of torture <laughs> <laughs> yeah i completely agree it can be more stressful mm -hmm. to go and talk to someone face to face like that often it's more comfortable just to fire off an email and send a resume but sometimes we say that goes off into the void often that email won't really make it to the managers. Maybe they'll just skip through it and, and not notice it in their email inbox. So definitely going to the place of business directly and talking to the manager or the owner is probably the best bet. So now that that cultural tip is out of the way, why don't we take a listen to today's example conversation? Let's do it. Good afternoon. 
Welcome to Sal's Steaks. How many in your party? Oh, I'm not here to eat. I saw the help wanted sign in the window. I'd like to apply for the job. Oh, that's great. Let me go get my manager. Okay. Hello, my name's Kim. I'm the manager here. I heard you're looking for a job. Hi, Kim. Nice to meet you. I'm Dave. And yeah, I'm looking for a job. What's available? Right now, we're looking for a line cook, a busboy, and a server. Do you have any experience working in a restaurant? Well, I bust tables back in high school. I'd like to try serving now, though. All right. About how many days a week will you be available to work? I'm a university student, so I'd prefer working two or three days during the week and on weekends, if that's possible. That should be fine. We need the most help on the weekends anyway. In order to apply, you'll need to submit your social security number, two valid forms of ID, proof of residence, and fill out this application. Okay, no problem. Does my college ID count as a form of ID? Yeah, it does, but you're gonna need one ID that's government issued as well, like a passport, driver's license, birth certificate, that kind of thing. I'll also give you a copy of our menu and employee handbook now. Look over everything and write down any questions you might have. If you wanna be a server, you'll have to memorize this before starting work. Let's set up a time now for a final interview to check your documents and test your knowledge of the menu. Does Thursday 2 p.m. work for you? Yeah, that would be great. I can come in then. So just to get this straight, I need to prepare my documents and the application and also memorize the menu by Thursday, right? Yes. And don't forget to look over the handbook. Oh, and here's my phone number if you need to contact me before Thursday. Any other questions? No, that's it for now. Thanks for the opportunity, and I'll see you on Thursday. See you then. So we just listened to a conversation where a guy named Dave goes to a restaurant. The restaurant's name is Sal's Steaks, and he goes there not to eat a steak, but to apply for a job. He saw a help wanted sign in the window, and went in to find out what that was all about, what kind of positions were available at the restaurant. He met with the manager, whose name was Kim. He had a conversation, and he got himself an interview. So he did a great job. And Cassie, now what I would like to do is go back through this example conversation and pick it apart and talk about some of the key expressions that were used by both the manager and by Dave as well, when they were having their conversation. Well, let's go back to the beginning of the conversation. And at the start, we heard Dave, the guy who's looking for a job, right? He went into the restaurant and he talked with one of the servers from the restaurant. And he said that he saw the help wanted sign in the window and that he would like to apply for a job. Could you break that down for us exactly and explain what is a help wanted sign in the window? What is that? Yeah, a lot of restaurants, cafes, places that, you know, hire a lot of part-time work, they're always circulating staff, 
Mm -hmm. know, students on vacation or somebody has a baby and then you're always looking for new workers. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times restaurants will post on their website, but they'll also post help wanted signs in the window. And if you see a sign that says help wanted, it means they're looking for people to work in their restaurant or cafe or something. Exactly. And sometimes you'll see help wanted signs where there will be lots of information, but often there's no extra details, right? It just says help wanted, mm -hmm. but you don't know, okay, what kind of help do they need? Do they need a manager? Do they need a cook? Do they need a server? You don't know about the salary, any of that information you don't know. So you have to go into the restaurant and ask for the manager and then find out the details, right? Yeah, so uh, this student goes into the restaurant and says, I'd like to apply for the job. Mm -hmm. And short, simple, to the point, and the host automatically says, great, let me go get my manager. So I remember back when I would apply for these kinds of jobs, often what I would do is go into the store or into the restaurant and just go to the front desk and ask directly, can I speak to the manager? the manager was busy, then I would say, oh, can I have an application form? Or can I come back when the manager is available to chat with? But, you know, usually the manager will come and speak to you, especially if they're looking to hire somebody new, right? They don't want to let that opportunity go <laughs> to hire a good person. Yeah, sometimes, you know, they're desperate for workers. So. <laughs> These days, especially. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's what you can do, guys. You can just go into the store, go into the restaurant and ask to speak to the manager. Can I speak to the manager, please? Or I would like to apply for a job. One of those expressions would be perfect. And so, Cassie, next what happens is the manager comes out and introduces herself, right? Says, oh, I'm Kim. Mm -hmm. And the applicant says, oh, I'm Dave. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Just some friendly, light conversation, a little bit of small talk. And then the manager confirms with Dave that he is, in fact, looking for a job. She says, I heard you're looking for a job. And he says, yeah, that's right. And then what she does is introduce some of the available positions that are at the restaurant, right? And some of these, I think our listeners will know, like line cook. Well, actually, I know our listeners will know what a cook does, but what is a line cook specifically? In a restaurant, you need to get food out as quickly as possible. So if mm. you're on the line, it means like you're doing one or two specific tasks to get that food out as fast as possible. Maybe you're the one flipping the steaks or preparing the salad, but you've got your, your one role in the line of mm -hmm. tasks needed to make those meals. It's almost like an assembly line, and mm -hmm. you are one of the workers in the assembly line, but instead of putting together a car or a computer, you're putting together a delicious meal, mm -hmm. right? So one of the positions that's available is a line cook. Another one is a busboy. Busboy. In fact, I did some busing when I was in university. Mm -hmm. This conversation really rang true because it kind of sounds like something that's happened in my real life before. Uh, but a busboy is a person in a restaurant who does kind of a lot of the back and forth between the kitchen and the dining room. Mm -hmm. And you're either bringing out food for customers 
or you're cleaning up the table after they leave, or you're taking away their plates after they finish their meal. That kind of job is what a busboy does. Yeah, busboys don't usually interact with the customers,、mm-hmm. but they're doing all the behind-the-scenes stuff.、Mm-hmm. Exactly, and then of course a server. Server is similar to a busboy in that they go back and forth between the kitchen and the dining room. But they are the ones who interact with the customers, take the customers' orders, and you know greet them and are friendly to them. Ask,、mm-hmm. do you need a refill? <laughs> Hopefully, they're friendly. <laughs> so, Cassie, the manager Kim, she asks Dave about his experience, and I think this is a very good question to prepare in advance of applying for a job. Because often that can be a make it or break it kind of answer, right? If you have some experience and you can talk about that experience clearly, then it's going to be really good for you and increase your chances of getting chosen for a job interview. And the manager Kim she asks Dave about his experience, right? She says, "Do you have any experience working in a restaurant?" Cassie, if a hiring manager were going to ask questions about your past experience like this, are there any other things you should keep your ears open for? Any other ways they could ask this kind of question? Yeah, maybe in general they might ask, "Do you have any work experience,、mm-hmm. or have you ever worked in this industry、mm-hmm. before?" Industry means like this type of work:、mm-hmm. the restaurant industry, the manufacturing industry,、mm-hmm. the fashion industry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or maybe have you ever tried this before?、Mm-hmm. Right? Have you ever tried working in a restaurant before? Something like that. But I think that is a question that you should be prepared to answer because it's very likely that a manager will almost do a mini interview with you. Right when you're、mm-hmm. applying for a job, you're talking to the manager, and it's almost like a mini interview right from the start. You want to make a good impression, and they're going to ask you a few simple questions like this about your experience. So it's good to have an answer prepared in advance. Yeah, also it, because it saves their time and yours. If they ask a couple of quick interview-like questions now, then they can get a feel of whether or not they want to do a real formal interview with you later, or if they want to pass. They got bad vibes from you. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Going on a little further in the conversation, the manager asks Dave about his availability, and she asks him very directly. She says. How many days will you be available to work? This word availability is a good one to know because I feel like a lot of managers will just say, "What's your availability?" or "What's your availability like?" Exactly, and this is a good time to be honest, right? Again, if you can only work two days a week, and they need to hire someone who can work, you know, five or six, then. They're not going to want to interview you,、mm. so make sure that you say clearly upfront how many days you really can work.、Mm-hmm. Exactly. You could also say your preference, right? I'm available Monday and Tuesday mornings, and Thursday and Friday afternoons,、mm-hmm. something like that, right? So you can be very clear about how much you want to work. I feel like these kinds of jobs, you want to be honest and. 
upfront from the start. Mm-hmm. Rather than try and negotiate a different schedule once you get hired, it's better to say, oh, I, I'm available at this time only, and then get the job and stick to that schedule rather than to say, oh, I can work anytime, I, <laughs> right? <laughs> and then after you get the job, say, oh, actually, I can't do Wednesday mornings. I'm sorry. Like, that's yeah. just not going to be good. Yeah, the manager will get like a bad first impression. It's not their first time meeting you, but it's your first time working on the job and they're going to go, why did I hire you? (laughs) Right, right. After that, we got into the nitty gritty details of what is required for working at a job. What Mm. kind of documents you need, what kind of skills you need. Yeah, and so the manager says that in order to apply for the job, you'll need to submit some documents, uh, including your social security number, two valid forms of ID, proof of residence, and an application form. And although when you apply for a job, you should always have a cover letter and CV or resume prepared, many places will also ask you to fill out an application form. It's kind of annoying because usually all of the information is already in your resume, mm-hmm. right? But you have to fill it out again. I always hated doing that, but it's just the way the world works. Cassie, let's run through some of these documents. Social security number. This is an American number, right? Yes. Americans have this. As a Canadian, I have a social insurance number. Mm. Same thing, different name. Yeah, in the States, you need to have this number for tax purposes. So even if you are a student from a foreign country, you can still get some form of social security number. You just have to apply for it. And then Mm -hmm. once you have that, you can apply to jobs. Right. So you need that number. And then also for this job, you have to show some valid forms of ID. Mm. Valid forms. What does valid form of ID mean? It means... Forms of identification that are traceable, like they can make sure it's not faked or stolen. (laughs) Or expired. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So when we talk about valid forms of ID, we're usually talking about very official forms of ID, right? Something that's government issued, maybe a passport, driver's license, something like that. Not Mm -hmm. like your membership card to the sandwich of the month club or something like that, right? It has to be more official. And finally, the manager says that he will need to provide his proof of residence. Mm. Proof of residence. So what's that exactly? A residence is where you live. So you need proof of an address. Mm -hmm. It could be a like bank statement of a bill that you paid, like a water or electricity bill, or it could be the signed lease Mm -hmm. um, if you rented some sort of apartment or something like that. Yeah, exactly. I think a lot of times just a bill works. Like if you receive mail at your house, you get phone bill, electricity bill, something like that. You can just submit the bill. So it doesn't need to have to be an official document or something. It can just show that you live there and you're receiving mail there. Mm. So the manager then kind of gives Dave the rundown, the Mm. rundown, the explanation, the rundown about what he needs to do before he can get hired. 
I have a feeling like the manager likes him,、mm. right? Like it feels like he's going to get this job as long as he can't do what the manager would like before the interview. So she asks him to study the menu and study the employee manual, and then come back. At a different time, a few days later, for a final interview, and she's going to give him a test and see how well he studied the menu and how well he knows the menu. Cassie, is this common for people to have to do this? I worked at three restaurants in high school and university,、mm-hmm. and two of them did this in my initial interview.、Yes. Oh, okay. So you had to study the menu. Yeah. All right. I worked in restaurants as well, but never as a server,、mm. so I never had to do that. But yeah, servers need to memorize everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. All right, and then finally, at long last, they set up an interview. Right? Let's set up a time for a final interview, is what the manager said. I guess they'll do a final check. You know, make sure, ask him some more detailed questions to make sure his personality is a good fit for the workplace. It's almost like a test, right?、Mm-hmm. That knowledge test about how much he learned about the menu and the employee's handbook. So they set up、uh, an interview, and the way that they set up the interview is by asking the question: Does Thursday at two p.m. work for you? Yeah. And this could be any time. Does Monday eleven a.m. work for you? <laughs> <laughs> and、uh, this student was very accommodating and said, "Yes, of course, that works." But、right. you don't have to say that. You could say, "Ah,、uh, that doesn't work for me. How about this time?"、Mm, yeah, exactly. So I think this is a really good question style to know. Right. Whenever you are asking this style of question,、uh, you are trying to know about somebody else's opinion and about their schedule. Right. So if you're setting up any kind of appointment, doesn't have to be just for a job interview, but any kind of appointment or meeting between people, you can use this question pattern. Right.、Mm-hmm. Does Wednesday at noon work for you? Ah,、uh, no, but I could do two. Right, It's something like that, right? And when you're answering the question, you could say, "Yeah, that works," or "Sorry, that doesn't work for me," and suggest a different time, like、mm-hmm. you said. So, yeah, very, very useful question and answer pattern there. So, finally, after they set up the time for the interview, the manager asks one last question, and she says. Do you have any other questions? <laughs> that is her last question, and the way that Dave responded, I think, is really nice. What did he say, Cassie? Dave said, "No, that's it for now. Thank you for the opportunity." That's it for now. What does it mean? That's it for now. It means, yeah, right now I don't have any other questions, but maybe when we meet again, I will.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's a really nice way to say no,、mm-hmm. right? Do you have any questions? No, that sounds a little bit rude. Yeah, or like you're not interested in the position. But if you say something like "That's it for now," it means that you don't have any questions at the moment, but you're still interested in it, and it's likely that you will have some more questions prepared at the time of the interview. 
This is a really common phrase, and I'm pretty sure if somebody asked me any other questions and I didn't have any, I would probably respond with, no, I'm good, or no, that's it for now. I also liked how this student ended with, thank you for the opportunity. Mm. This is a polite way to say, I appreciate you coming to talk to me. Don't forget about me. I'll be back to finish the interview. Thank you so much. (laughs) (laughs) It's a really polite thing to say in this kind of situation when you're applying for a job. But Cassie, I have a question for you. And that question is, what happens if you didn't get a job interview? Like this guy was lucky. He got selected for a job interview right away. But what happens if the manager was just like, oh, thank you for your application and we'll look it over and we'll be in touch? What would you say in that situation? Would you still say thanks for the opportunity? I would because you never ever know if that door is fully closed. Like Mm. If you're polite and you end on a good note, there's a chance that if a position is opening down the road, they might call you. Hey, are you available? Would you like to interview now? And you could say, oh, yeah, thank you. But if you don't do that, if you end the interview with like, thanks, but no thanks, (laughs) they're not going to call you back ever. (laughs) Right. So you should always be polite. Even if it feels like you might not get an interview, you could still say thanks for the opportunity. Or what I usually say in that situation is something like, yeah, I look forward to talking with you again. Something like that. I look forward to meeting you again. We are almost at the end of today's episode, but before we go, let's summarize a little bit of what we covered today. Sounds good. So today, we learned about how to apply for a job at a restaurant or really any kind of part-time job. Yes, and we learned what things you'll need when applying for a part-time job, what questions you might be asked when you apply, and how to respond. That's right. So we learned expressions like, I'd like to apply for the job. And also the question, how many days will you be available to work? Or what's your availability like? We also learned the expressions such as help wanted, busboy, government issued, and to set up a time. And finally, we learned the expression, thank you for the opportunity. And we use this phrase to show that you would love to work at that job and hope they consider your application. Well, that brings us to the end of the episode. Thanks for listening. We hope you learned a lot with us today. Our website is qlips.com, and if you want to get the study guide, including the transcript and practice exercises for this episode, check out the website to download it. You can also support us by leaving us a five-star rating and a nice review on your podcast app, telling your friends about Qlips, and following us on social media. Yeah, stay up to date with Qlips by following us on Instagram or YouTube. Our email address is contact at qlips.com. And if you'd like to send us a message, feel free to do that. We'd love to hear from you. We'll be back soon with another brand new episode and we'll talk to you then. Goodbye. See ya.